fellow explorers and welcome to National Parks Guide by Jess. I'm Jess. My husband and I are currently in the process of exploring our nation's national parks and I thought I would make this podcast to serve as a guide to fellow park visitors. Um, We typically visit national parks in a weekend so my guide will include an ideal weekend itinerary with things to do to fully experience the national park in a weekend. This week's episode I'm going to be talking about the Great Sand Dunes located in Colorado. This is one of our favorites. The Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve spans over 30 miles and contains over 5 billion cubic meters of sand to create the largest sandbox in North America. This national park is so unique and seems a little random in the terrain that it's surrounded by but it's so beautiful and so worth the visit we arrived on friday night there's one campground in the park so you'll want to make your campground reservations ahead of time we arrived friday night and set up camp and then a fairly popular activity to do at this park is to hike to the high dune to look at the stars because it is a very good dark sky to see the night stars you can very clearly see the milky way on a clear night so that is a good friday night activity we decided to hike the star dune which is the tallest sand dune in north america this is a hike that goes past the most popular hike in the park which is the high dune so if you decide to hike the star dune you'll hit both high dune and star dune we decided to try to be at high dune for sunrise so we woke up at about 4 45 and began our trek in the dark in the sand this is a very unique park in the way that it doesn't have paved paths since it's sand there's no way to really establish a hiking trail so you're kind of just aimlessly hiking in these big sand hills which is really fun and makes you feel kind of like you're paving your own way paving your own path and since we were hiking so early in the morning ours were the first footsteps in the sand which was kind of a cool feeling um you'll want to use an app like all trails to make sure that you're at least headed in the general direction that you want to go to and my tip for hiking in sand dunes would be to stay along the ridges where the sand is typically a little more packed a little easier to walk along or you'll be sliding down the hill so we made it to high dune for sunrise it was beautiful highly recommend doing that and then we hiked on to star dune and star dune is significantly further than high dune actually the entire hike in total took about six hours and it was a little over 10 miles hiking in the sand. It's especially difficult to hike in sandy terrain. It's just harder on the ankles and the knees, and it's something to be mindful of, but it's definitely a lot of fun. If you decide to do Star Dune, it'll take a good chunk of your day, and you'll want to take a big long rest afterwards, and you'll want to make sure to bring a lot of water because there's no shade. Obviously, it's just pure sand, so bring a lot of water. Try to get as early of a start as you can or do an afternoon hike so you're not right in the thick of the sun and be sure to take breaks as you need them there's not a lot of wildlife we saw coyotes and we saw some mice and lots of little beetles there are bears in the park but i don't think that they're commonly seen in this actual sand dunes themselves another cool thing that you can do for lodging you can actually backpack and hike in the sand dunes we didn't do that but we saw some people doing that and that is something that we might want to do one day something that you might consider doing as well so after taking a break we rented some sandboards this is a very popular activity at the park and went sandboarding this feels similar to snowboarding i imagine i've actually never been snowboarding but i think it's comparable it's kind of harder to control but it's a lot of fun 
And if you're not into sandboarding, you can also get sand sleds. There's a couple different establishments that rent them out, but since it is a popular activity, you want to be sure and get them before they run out. So that is, it's, it is a smaller park, so it can be pretty adequately explored in a day or two. Sunday, you can go to Zapata Falls which is a very common waterfall hike a little outside of the sand dunes. And there's usually a river running along the dunes. And there wasn't the time of year that we were there, but typically there is depending on the rainfall. Wildlife. So I kind of briefly mentioned the wildlife that you can see at this park, but the most common animal, the one that we saw a lot of, were kangaroo rats. They live at the base of the dunes and surround the shrubs and lands. Um, you can also see rabbits, mice, ground squirrels, and numerous birds. And sometimes you can see mule deer. The most common plant life that we saw in the dunes were, it was beach grass, um, as well as some sand cherry and sand dune willow. Plant life is pretty sparse within the actual sand dunes themselves. The little pockets of vegetation are very fragile ecosystems so you want to try not to walk through those but yeah this park is very fun to visit It'd be especially fun with kids to sled and and board down the sand dunes it's really fun to hike in this unique terrain thanks for tuning into this week's episode you'll hear from me again in next week's episode of national parks guide by jess